out of her mind. That's all you need to know, okay? The boy is dead. Simple as that. Stop. Stop digging. Hey guys, welcome to a surprise episode of What the Actual F. As always, my name is Harmony and I'm your host in case you're new here. Also, because this is a surprise episode, I also have a surprise special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey guys, my name is Randy. And we have Domo. Unfortunately, Domo can't talk. I've been trying, but uh, in all of his years of living, he does not speak. But he is a dog and he is quite adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need him because today we're going to talk something super creepy. Now, you guys don't know, but I am going to uh, place you down for a moment and uh, begin. So, I wanted to do something kind of spooky with you, and I told you, I was like, hey, I have a great story, and I want to hear how you react. Right. Now, if you've listened to the podcast for a long time, you may recall a few times I've sort of mentioned this death, but uh, this is uh, uh, the death of Olivia Mabel. And there isn't a lot that you can find, but what you can find is actual documentation. So I'm going to let you look at this. Okay. So if you go to oliviamabel.com, all of you who are listening, you will be greeted by exactly what we are going to be going through and as I tell the story. So this is Olivia Mabel. Now, if you guys go to the site yourself, you will see. Now, Olivia Mabel lived in, I think it was uh, Texas, Selena, yeah, uh, Selena, Texas. Now, this is the actual documentation, as you can see, Bureau of whatever, Vital, all that stuff. So, it has stamps, it's dated. Now, I'm going to show you these things as we go. All okay. Right. <clears throat> Are you ready to begin? Yes. Simpson's initial reaction. Miss Maybell's son, Aiden Maybell, died on the property in 1990 from a drowning incident. The documents and writings found at the scene were written in an unidentified language and are currently being analyzed. Let's go. Miss Maybell was uh, discovered deceased inside one of the rooms. Her body was found upright in a rocking chair. What's in a figure made of sticks and leaves? Uh, judging from initial reports, Miss Maybell had been dead a matter of months. That is honestly all we know at this point. If you have any information, please do not hesitate to contact us. Okay, so when I first heard of this story, I was literally on YouTube in like probably 3 o'clock in the morning scrolling, and I got to those lists where they say like some of the the creepiest things or weirdest mysteries. Right, like the top ten Yeah, you know, and I got onto one that actually shared mysterious supernatural deaths. And it didn't... It wasn't all like how this one is. It was other things like a ghost. There was a ghost adventure couple that had passed away and they were just talking about how the stuff that they experienced and how it's just crazy. This one, though, when this came on, I was very intrigued. And then I immediately started doing researching. And what I can find is a lot of what you see on OliviaMabel.com as well, because that's a lot of where it is. But then you can dig in farther and stuff. Now, I actually did call out to uh, the ranch that this occurred on. I called out... Um, to the real estate company or the people that were responsible for it. And I actually tried to go out and see if I could just verify these things for this podcast many years ago. However, what I was told verbatim by the real estate agent was, we are trying to forget that sort of that, that incident. So we would appreciate no. Um, the house that Olivia passed away in, the whole story is going to take place at, um, is currently an office 
and you can look it up. I will see it. I'm not sure if the address is available, but uh, you can find it for yourself and, and so, you know what I mean? Yeah, do your own research. <clears throat> yeah, I don't feel like, feel like I should give out anyways because people do live there. Right. So, All right, so this is an insanely mysterious, absolutely baffling story, case, whatever you'd like to call it. Now, um, it is in Salina, Texas, and I need to give backstory, which is what this does before I tell you about the main death here. Mm -hmm. So, Olivia June Mabel is the main woman in question. She was a stay-at-home mom, and she lived with her husband. His name was Travis. They had a son together whose name was Aiden. Then, um, at this time, they lived on this ranch, like I said, if you look it up, it is this size it's about 12 13 acres on where they're at and uh that's where they were living in one of the houses on the property is in a very quiet town everybody knew everybody and then in 1990 is when her and her husband experienced the extreme and horrific tragedy of losing their son he ended up drowning on in one of the ponds on the property so oh gosh right that's horrible oh my god when i first heard it and here is aiden oh he's such a sweet kid isn't he look at him he's super adorable in total 90s freaking polo right look at him a little collared shirt stereotypical so cute though so this is when um he aiden mabel he was a year old and this i'm sorry not a year old (laughs) six years old a year before his death okay so probably you know school photos or something so obviously the parents are heartbroken. I mean, of course, yeah. fucking, I can't even. It makes me. I wouldn't want to. I don't even, think about right. I don't even. It makes that. me. No, no, no. Right. Like I get all kinds of shuddery feelings. Same. Like I can't do Nauseating. it. Nauseating. Right. <laughs> heartbreaking. So she was heartbroken to be expected. Of course, mother. Yeah. Mm-mm. So she was so heartbroken that she actually started to blame herself and she re- she refused to believe that it was an accident and it was he was just out playing and he fell it just the whole secret uh, sequence of events accident. yes that yes if someone could have been out there but he'd been out he grew up on this property right. so this they weren't exactly being like day. exactly so they weren't like we need to be outside right as soon as it, it happened they got out it was just too late everything was too right too quick and again she she refused, even do the police, all the investigators, she refused to believe that she couldn't have done something. It was her son. She Nobody was her wants to believe exactly. that, you know, they failed. But it, it, it didn't, they didn't ever, I'm not saying like it's supposed to change, but she didn't really ever get over get that. Get over that, right. Yes, and to the point where there's, obviously you can always feel like, I have, I have a lot of pain I carry around from a death of a friend, but I don't, I'm able to move forward knowing right, that I wasn't I wasn't the reason. And in the beginning, it's very difficult to be like, well, I could have. And you feel like maybe you should take some blame. Right. But you are human. You have to learn you, that you, you yeah. have to move on with life. Yes. And you'll never know reasons, you know. Right. And you never know why accidents happen. Or, you know, we get it. Right. You know. Life happens. Exactly. But she never could. So by this time, as it continued, uh, she ended up actually stopping going to work. She pulled away from her friends and her husband, who he needed her just as much as she she needed him. Now, it ended up leading to Travis filing for divorce. And in 1991, apparently it was all said and done. He actually ended up remarrying and moving to New England. And he ended up completely basically losing touch with Olivia. It was just like not... 
maybe it was like, hey, you know, I'm just going to let this. Yeah. You didn't want me to try to help while we were together, so I'm just going to. I'm just going to cut ties. Yeah, and I, I can understand. I can't fault, Tra- right. fault Travis. You know, no. he, he lost. We all deal with trauma differently. differently right. So He um, had to move on with his life. So here's where things get really, really bizarre. After he moves out and he goes, you know, some months go by. And now remember, they lost, like, throughout the marriage, they were having, they were having, but when, once he passed, they were having problems. So once he left, he was like, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to deal with her. Right. You know, and she became a shut-in. In fact, the last time she had actually been seen was in September of 1991. Oh, wow. She So she was just... They knew a hermit. They knew she had to have been alive. Right. But they were like, just hadn't seen her. So this is where we're going to fast forward to February 27th of 1994. And this is when at roughly around 930 at night, the police end up responding to several silent 911 calls that were coming from inside Olivia's home. Oh, wow. So they're like, okay, maybe she's fallen. Maybe, you know, she can't say something. Right. Well, it's it's it was a few of them came in, so they're like, we should probably get out there, go check you know, on her, just make sure welfare, right. just you know, some, just in case, yeah. Even if it's if it's lines, they right. gotta report it. Something has to happen. Absolutely. So, um, they head out there, and it's a very small town, and what they were about to encounter is fucking mystifying and baffling. And when I tell you when I first learned this, I got chills. I got fucking chills because holy shit. Oh god. Okay. I'm so, kidding. in, in, they, they get to this ranch, which is at this time was just the houses, you know, and they go to Olivia's. And on this, we're going to see all of these things, which I'm going to show you. But, um, they go up to this very neglected, covered and fully grown over house, just like, okay, someone fucking lives here. Okay. Okay. So, they end up, the, the door's locked. They can't get in. So, they end up having to kick the door in. And uh, as they get in, they're looking. The house is atrocious. It's an absolute mess. It looks oh, as man. though it's just, it's gross. Every, yes. Until you get to a small room that was clean and pristine and fully taken care of. Can you just take a wild guess on whose room do you think this was? It was probably Aiden's room, it, if I had a guess. It absolutely was. It was. And uh, everything was in its place and everything had a place. Like, you know, in right. that whole saying, like I don't know. nothing had moved. Yes. And um, so they they walk in and this is where they see a body. Uh, against, well, first they notice before they see the body is uh, they see against the far wall of the room is a, like a constructed altar. Okay. I don't know if you know what those, you know what yeah. those are? Okay. And for our listeners, altars are sort of like, like a... A shrine, in a sense, you put stuff to appease spirits or to worship, you know, one. yes, or to make sure you have good energy right. and stuff. And if you don't believe in, in it, remembrance so, uh, of know. somebody, yes. So she had an altar, and uh, with unusual writing, a lot of things on it, and um, on it was there was drawings, there were images, uh, heartfelt letters to Aiden, uh, and then they were on, on the. I'm sorry, on the front with all of these letters and stuff were a it's like a, a foreign language a tibetan sorry tibetan sanskrit and it said in a translated form to build or to construct so basically okay. to like create right you know they the exact words i don't know i think i i can't read them right uh but 
in rough translation is what that means. You know, it's either to construct or to, or to build. build. So that's where we're at. Now, before we go much farther, this is one of the things that they found, and I'm going to share, share it with the audience, but this is one of the things that they found okay. on the altar. Now, do you want to tell people what we're looking at really fast before um, I go into detail? It's similar to uh, like a voodoo doll almost. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I would say, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, it, it's like a, a tiny human yeah. that she created out of sticks. Yeah. I mean, it has the blonde hair. It literally looks like it could be. Resemblance yeah. of Aiden. And it's crazy that that, yeah. So this was found clutched in the body that they found in the room. It was clutched in this body's hands. Now, initially, they didn't realize it was Olivia Mabel. Like, just right away, they were just like, there's a body in here. There's a body. You know, because uh, it was, had been dead for quite some time. Gotcha. So, uh, decomp had set in. and Yes. So, in uh, 1999, there was a magazine article that actually sort of covers Olivia's death. Um, and Sergeant Harry Goldsher actually was an investigator that was there. And... This is what they had to say about their involvement with the discovery of Olivia Mabel. Quote, nobody had seen her in several years, almost three, I think. She clearly passed her time, she clearly passed her time in some pretty very unhealthy ways. The negligent damage to the house, the obsession with her deceased son, and the clearly pagan symbols and altar that were all signs of something seriously wrong with her mental health, which is understandable. After the death of her child, something like that, she just balled up. Ran her husband out and never went back to church and see if anyone would have reached out or her brothers or sisters in Christ would have supported her. But she left the flock and became the devil's play, uh, prey, plain and simple. So um, even through the investigation, the case ended up being closed as an unsolved. Al- no, it's not closed, closed, but it's been sitting right. like this is we've still no unsolved. Idea. Yes. Uh, now, rumors began to kind of go around the mill like they do in such a small town about Olivia. And the most popular is what I want to discuss today. Okay. And the thing with this one is this is soaked in lore. And it's crazy because there are so many legends and things that come from this. Even Supernatural has a whole episode on what this is centered around. Right. And that is going to be called a tulpa. Do okay. you have any idea what a tulpa is? I have no clue what that is. Okay, this feels like a great spot for a break. One okay. Moment. Well, honestly, it still just doesn't make any sense. I remember being there, and it was just freezing cold inside that house, and it was warm outside. She was just sitting in a chair, and I can't tell. Like We still don't know how long she had been there for. She was just there, dead, in this crib in the corner. She wasn't pregnant or anything. No one found anything about that. She was just there. It was really strange, I would say. There were a lot of photos um, and personal objects on that, and candles, and, well, it's things you actually use to see in what we call santuarios. It's like this place with personal objects of the deceased and certain, how would I describe this? It's like chants or things that are written down like a prayer. And I wouldn't recommend even if someone put that out there, they were definitely trying to do something that I wouldn't even recommend going into. There was something just really evil in that house. It's the kind of thing that once you mess with it, it's 
just doesn't stop. So, it's Holpa. I want to be able to actually give you the, uh, I guess, real definition. Tolpa is a thought form. Uh, it's, it's, it's like basically you, you're so broken or you're so sad. You created this energy energy. Like, have you ever seen the movie, the apparition? No, I don't think so. Well, basically, um, like here's another page of the bizarre death of Olivia Mabel. This is the altar. Okay. So you can see this, her son's like picture, picture the baseball, yeah, the uh, little voodoo doll thing. There's, yeah, I mean, there's scribbles everywhere. There's letters all over. That These looks like letters, a whole different language. It is. It's yeah. Sanskrit. Uh, it's the Tibetan. Tibetan. Um, so it's obviously something very unhealthy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you can tell she's completely focused and immersed into it. So this is his urn, as you can see. Yeah. Um, it's all all there. Now, um, the thing from here, the, the, the whole legend or rumors about it is that it's a tulpa. A tulpa is an evil presence, basically an energy thought. Uh, basically, she was so distraught. She was so broken that she created this with her own uh, emotions. She created her own like demon. Yes, and based on this altar, the Sanskrit, the doll, the the isolation, her complete obsession, she she also wrote about a strong angry presence and then there were people that were there even said they felt like it. Right. Like that a they, heavy energy. Yes. Um and that uh maybe People have speculated that she had managed to channel her grief and all of her pain into creating an actual entity. You know, like she right. needed to get this out, basically. Out of her. Yes, so that she could carry on. Right. But what do you do with that kind of energy? It's not like it's good. No. It's pain. You it's anger. You can release it's, that into the world. It's like taking your trauma and cutting it out and telling it. To, giving it to somebody else. Give, no, giving it life. Just giving that, only that emotion yeah. life. As a little being or whatever, that thing's going to be fucking hell. You think, God. You know, oh my God. I feel bad Unsupervised puppy. Like, my, like the worst. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a young vampire. Just out oh, to no. kill. Okay. <laughs> so it's, you know, that's, but that's basically what they're saying she created. Right. And it's a Tibetan Buddhism belief that a tulpa or in English is a quote, thought form. A tulpa is described as being created through sheer spiritual or mental discipline alone. Okay. So, uh, Basically, like magic formations, quote, uh, generated by a powerful concentration of thought. Because energy is the basis of everything. Everything, right. And if you look at it by, I guess, if you could put it down in scientific worms. 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 Scientific worms. <laughs> scientific words. Fucking words are tough. And I'm yeah, done podcasts, I mean... I swear. But uh, if you, to, to try to like put it in layman's term, our, everything comes from a thought and our energies. Right. Like what we feel. Everything, everything. starts from that. This table started from everything. that. Everything. Every particle. Which means our emotions or energy in motion. Right. To create what we're doing. So what is stating that all that they went through, all or all that she went through, all that she experienced. All of that put into Trauma this. and energy that she has built up. It just goes into building up a whole new demon. And she was alone with it. And, and it killed her. It, it batter, it just, so, um, there's kind of like, a, like you can see all the stuff on the altar and it does, it does kind of give, 
intense possibility that there's something going on. And the thing is, is people have stated that with enough uh, people that believe in this, especially right. Buddhism, enough belief, enough pain, you can cause those things. You can do that because it's so immense. It's so deep. So powerful. That, yes, that the person literally felt this needs to leave or I do, you know. Right. So that's something basically has where, to give. Yes. And therefore you get this thought form. Another very big telling thing is that these, there's a, there's a note and all of, well, there are a lot of notes there are a lot of letters and they were dated. So one of them that really was mysterious to them was that it was dated. One of them was dated for the very day that the investigators were standing in the room and Olivia was dead. Very dead. Not like had just happened to right there right. recently, not even kind of warm, a little bit beef jerky mummified. No way no. possible. But Straight post rigor mortis. So here's a, it's a Xerox copy of it because obviously, but so you can see in full. If you look on the altar, you'll see it there like buried amongst the stuff. Right. But this one just happened to be something that needed to stick out because it was on that fucking day. <laughs> like, that's a bit, you know, dated February 27th um, of 1994, right. which is the very date the 911 calls came in to the police station. But they found that note near the body. And a very, very, very dead body. Yes, and it, it, the state in this article just says she had clearly been dead for weeks, if not months. She was, right. it wasn't like this was a very new... She had new, been gone. Yeah, she was, it was, she was there gone. There was no gone. way she wrote now, that letter on that day. Now, this is the house that takes, that is on the ranch. There's other houses. There's an actual, like, $7.2 million house oh, on wow. that ranch. Um, maybe it's less than that. I don't know. In this economy, that's probably correct. Uh, <laughs> but a few years ago, it was, like, $2 million, So, right. yeah, in this economy, I think seven's correct, for sure. But um, there were more messages, but this one that stood out for this date said, quote, My Aiden, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I should have never let it get like this. I'm leaving. I will not let you keep. I will not let you keep me, you vile, evil creature. Mommy's coming for you, Aiden. My sweet Aiden. Mommy loves you. What the so, fuck? Right? I got, look at that. Look at that. What the fuck? Goosebumps. Now, oh my god. I don't know. And that's the thing is they don't did she maybe maybe was she trying to create Aiden? Maybe was she trying to get him back? And then whatever she created was her was, pain. Right. And the anger. So it wasn't, and maybe she realized when it was too late. Like, who oh knows? Oh my gosh. But because she had an altar with her son her right son. there in the ashes. So was she trying to maybe get his get spirit, his back? essence, and like you know what I mean? Right. And maybe with her doing all of that and focusing all of her on that, which if you think about it, if you put your life to something, right. you can make that shit remarkable. Absolutely. I mean, look but at all But she just of our... released all of that anger yeah. and pain and distress and, and created a, a literal monster. I mean, she literally, when she, how she's found, she didn't take her life. She wasn't, she didn't commit suicide. She wasn't murdered. She, it was like she just sat down one day and never... Stood back Never up. No up. heart attack. Which you can, there's, your body can sort of tell, like, if it's cardiac arrest. And it wasn't even cardiac right. arrest. It was just, she just sat there. Sorry, guys. Uh, like I said, this is a surprise impromptu episode. I uh, actually just thought of doing it today, but we have people arriving. So <laughs> we are all secluded in another room. <laughs> so, um, but, so you see why people were saying, oh, that's the dogs. But you see why people were saying that this could be. Supernatural. Yeah. Yes, absolutely.
that's how bad it was. Uh, the only piece of equipment at this point that we had was um, a voice recorder. By the way, before we, I get all your opinions and stuff, I do want to say that when Olivia was found, like I said, she was sitting in front of the altar in a rocking chair, like she had just dissipated into right. death, you know? Uh, so I just let you hear the audio that they can hear, that they have been hearing during the episode that you just all heard at once. Okay. And then when I, like, when I let you hear that, I want the audience to this too. When I called out to this town, when I called the uh, real estate agent or whoever that was running it, they were very much like how the Santiago was when she put her stuff out very much like, I can't, please don't, can't we don't want to do anymore. this. Stop. Yeah. Please um, no, they were very nice, but they were very matter of fact. Like right. we really don't want to be tied to this anymore. Right. We know it happened, but it's too much. We're done. Yeah. So, uh, I would love to know at this point, your take on all of this. So and here you can look as you're as you're just you know scroll. This is the official like just obviously not going to put all of it. There's stuff that's redacted, right? But yeah, it has this official stamp of whatever that is. So honestly, I mean, I very much so have always believed in um, the possibilities of paranormal mm -hmm. activity. Um, so you know, there's no way that we are the only beings so how i see it and this goes for when it comes to aliens to anything is it's very narcissistic of us to believe that we are the only intelligent anything right yet life to entities possibilities are endless exactly i mean you can't tell me that with all the scientific research all of the technology the big bang theory whatever you believe in you can't tell me that we are the only <laughs> intelligent species out there right i mean the half of our species is not even that fucking intelligent <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I mean half of planet I mean, earth is real. I have dumb. moments i walk into a room and i'm like i don't fucking know why i'm in here exactly um not even that why the fuck do i deal with half the fucking people i deal with why how are you alive sweetie? exactly how, how did you make here? it 23 years of this life <laughs> but uh but, um as what far do you as this, fully, yeah what do you i know i, I was I, we could sit here forever probably talk oh, about God, people yes. being dumb as shit um, anyways but i am one of those by the way i am people sometimes Preach on it. <laughs> How many times have I pushed a pool door? I can't tell you. But um, as far as this, I absolutely believe that you know she could have very well pushed her energy out and created an entity of her own, right? of just pure evil energy and pain. I mean, the thing. So here, you want to know what the best lines I've ever heard in my whole life? Yeah, fear, 
pain and anguish will drive any human beyond their breaking point. And that is absolutely true. Those are the the biggest Happiness things. won't do it. No. I'm not to say it that way because we know as humans what it's like to suffer most. Most. I don't want to say all, but right. most, yeah. Yes. Uh, especially the last two years have some... shown a lot for the world. Oh, gosh. So. This... Y'all are going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, but so, I mean, if you could, pur- let's say, let's say for real, let's say you could just like purge or like figuratively vomit them out from your body to create something. Do you think that thing's going to be good? My the myself? silence is so oh much stronger gosh. than the gosh. <laughs> um, it, I mean, are we talking about my energy? Myself? Yeah, let's just say you're. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, not in like I a... don't want to say that it would be. One moment. This is former Sergeant Santiago, as in retired. I've dealt with enough harassment on this case. I've moved house, I've moved state, I've moved from everything and the people I've known. I can't deal with this anymore mentally, emotionally, or physically. So please do not call me anymore or anyone in my family. Okay, so after you hear you heard all of the clips and stuff, what is what's your like just full blown I know you said that it's possible, but like what is your full take of like is it just fucking weird? Oh yeah, for sure. But I I 100% believe that is exactly what happened. That she created that with her, just with all of her trauma. Yep. And plus, you know, I mean, she obviously did some research into how to basically... So there's an episode, like I said, of Supernatural where they talk about almost the same thing. Basically, uh, you use certain symbols or certain things that are old, Mm -hmm. you know, tied to certain whatever they are. And it basically creates that. It's like it's like summoning it. Right. Oh, it's like you're making kind of it, like making a shrine. Yeah. To you're starting it. Bring yeah. it back. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a movie. I don't know if you ever seen the movie um, Life Size. It had. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh my gosh. Age. Talk about that. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. You're absolutely right, though. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that's that's actually freaking perfect. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing that came to my mind was yeah. that movie. Yeah. And so there is a movie as well that is actually based, uh, no, this is based, I'm sorry, it based itself off of Olivia Mabel's case. And I do encourage you guys, go check out oliviamabel.com. You can listen to all of the voice memos, all of the little interview clips that have been had. You can see all the photos, the altar, Olivia, Aiden, and the weird little voodoo doll. Um, And make your own mind up of what you think if you think a random thought form basically killed a human being or just made her give up on her own life yeah but uh anyways so thank you guys for tuning in to this bonus episode of what the actual f i appreciate you guys so much as always i look forward to talking to you in the next episode rant would you like to say bye bye guys (laughs) and uh stay safe until next time guys because i never want to tell a story about you love you later bye